on guys this podcast is about mindset motivation health investing and any other topics that can help you reach level 100 be the best version of yourself follow along as i talk about my experiences in my life while trying new challenges and trying to be the best version of myself hopefully my experiences and encounters can help you in any way let's roll dc keeps it 100 on the channel you know we're gonna do here we're gonna keep it 100 we're gonna strive to be the best versions of ourselves together um one of the stories i always wanted to tell one of the stories that i've always wanted to talk about was you know just growing up not knowing my biological dad you know that how how i grew up and my emotions towards this subject um, I never really open. I never really talked openly to about this to anybody else. How I felt throughout my all my years, from you know my adolescence to oh no, no, all my years from my childhood through my teens till now. You know, and um, I think I'm gonna open up today, and just really put everything on the table because I feel like I, I feel like I need to get this off my 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 chest, my my shoulders to be able to grow as an individual personally you know what i mean so it'll be a cool little episode for you guys to listen to you guys want to tune in and and get to know me a little bit more as a a person but uh yeah as far as i can remember thanks for tuning in by the way as far as i can remember i must have been in around second grade third grade at this time maybe younger maybe first grade um when i started getting hints that the dad i live with now wasn't my real dad and uh and you know i just want to put this out there right now that maybe some things i might mention throughout this episode could and possibly might offend certain people but let me just reassure you that i mean no i mean no disrespect i do not mean to offend anybody it's just basically my emotions of how i grew up without that real father figure in my life you know i remember just this one time my older brothers they they must have been at least you know sixth grade to junior high at that time and they knew better already they knew what was going on but just no one really talked about it but i just remember a couple times my brothers yelling out that uh oh that's not your real dad stop following around you're stupid blah 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 and then that kind of made me question myself I, I was just questioning myself like what are what are you guys talking about you guys are, you guys are playing around too much now and it didn't, i didn't really mind attention to it i didn't really pay attention to it but then you know the more that i got exposed to you know he's not my real dad he's not my real dad i started having a lot of questions i started asking my mom a lot of questions like is that is he is he my real dad or not you know then because everybody's saying that he's not what I'm hearing that he's not and stuff like that. I used to ask my mom too. And, um, mom would always, mom would always try to keep, you know, the pain away from the situation. So she would always just avoid it, avoid the situation, avoid the conversation. So mom would always tell me, you know, don't listen to them. That is your dad, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, but of course at the time I got, I'm very curious now, you know, I'm curious. What are they, what are they talking about? What are my brothers talking about? What are they saying? Why would they be saying this? You know, so as time went on and just little details here and there, I started catching. I started realizing that uh, that I wasn't always treated equally in a sense, you know, towards with my younger siblings, you know, that, you know, the 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 biological children of my stepdad. So 
that you know they, I, I love them with all my heart like i said if they're listening to this like i don't want you guys to take any offense to this um i just just talking about my emotions you know as a child and growing up so uh love you guys you know don't don't hate me <laughs> don't hate me for op being open like this on my channel it didn't really affect me as much as a child but the more when i got into my teens it started really affecting me more you know when i needed somebody there um my my dad he was more, my step my dad i lived with i grew up with he basically was taking care of the younger siblings more so i was the middle child i was i happened to be the middle child of the family too and it was so weird man it was so weird um i just felt like at this time during my pre-teens and my teenage years i just felt so lost like after all that stuff, when I went through, I got caught shoplifting and I'm always gone from home. I'm always trying to sleep over other people's houses, the neighborhood kids. Like I'm always trying to spend a night in somebody's house. And um, now when I think about it now, I was like really just always trying to get away. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know what I was going through at that time. I think I think it was, it was harder than I actually thought, but it was around my preteen times when i was really struggling <clears throat> with you know finding myself as an individual and finding my identity and it just wasn't there all the way you know my dad that i grew up with he was there but he wasn't there it was hard to explain around this time i started leaning towards you know not focusing on school and not 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 attending school skipping school classes and stuff like that and my mom didn't know i've never told my mom that i wasn't going to class and all that but but my father my dad he wasn't he wasn't really questioning me you know he wasn't really like what's going on what's going on after you leave the house or anything like that if i came home late he would just if he happened to be up he would just open the door and just go back to sleep and it's just kind of like how my teenage years were brought i really didn't have that father figure to hey put me in check, you know, put me in check. But I think that at the end of the day, I was kind of using it as an excuse to do what I was doing, you know, uh, hang with the wrong crowds or, you know, doing this, doing that, just everything that you don't want your kids to do. I was basically doing it. And I don't blame him. I don't blame anybody else for doing this, but myself. But at that time, I felt like I needed somebody there. You know, I needed somebody there, but I just couldn't describe what the feeling was. And <clears throat> the more I got older, everywhere I went, everywhere I went, I always got this vibe of pity. You know, people pity me wherever I go. Like, you know, aunties, uncles, they will always see me as that burden child. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like that everywhere I went. I never talked about it openly, but I get it. They were... In a way, showing me love in the only way that they knew. But at the same time, I kind of knew it was more out of pity. Like, they feel sorry for me in a way. Or at least I just that's the vibe I was getting every time I went somewhere. And uh, I was getting that throughout my whole teenage years, you know. Um, if it wasn't that, it was, it was like assumptions, you know. Assuming that I'm a bad kid. Assuming that... I, I came around because I'm a troublemaker or assuming this, assuming that, you know, of course, when they know you don't have your real dad around, they know or they assume already that, that, you know, you're going to grow up fucked up. You're going to grow up to be a bad person to begin with, you know, so they know this. 
And, you know, I'm saying they because I'm not going to put no names in there. You know, I'm not going to put no names. I'm just saying this is it is what it is. It is what it is. But it was either they pity me or it's either they assuming that I was something that I, I'm not. You know, you guys just don't know. Man. You guys you guys do not know the shit that I really, really went through, man, for real. Like emotionally, though, mentally and shit, you know. I just remember, you know, sometimes when I showed up at, at, you know, families' houses and and something went wrong right away. I got accused for the actions right away, just for being there, you know, just for being there. And 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 some of the times I was very hurt, you know, the things that said to me, the things that people said to me before really hurt me a lot. But during the situation when this is going on, when they would be scolding me or you know, saying something mean to me or whatever it was, I would just play dumb. Like after they were done, I'll just be like, okay, um, sorry, I'm gone. You know, I'm leaving and I'll just take off. And once I get to like a comfortable spot back home or whatever, I would, you know, really think about it and really break down, you know, like I really did used to break down um, and just not having, just not having that, uh, that father figure around. Like to somebody to talk to. All right, All right man. But so try to keep it going. It goes back to, you know, not having that that true father figure there showing you the ropes, you know, um, showing you how to do this, showing you how to shave, showing you t- teaching you that, you know, you have to shower every day. You have to keep your armpits clean. <laughs> like like you were the older, rent, you know what I mean? Like. Um, who, like who was there to teach you all this, you know, because I, I didn't have that at all, man. I didn't have that at all. You know, I, I, except for when my, my sister, she was married, she got married to my, my, uh, ex-brother-in-law. They're not together anymore, but my ex-brother-in-law and then he was like always around and he started kind of showing me the ropes like, Hey, you know, you're, you got, you're, you're, you're becoming a man now. You need to take care of yourself. Um, and, and I'm not just saying like little, I'm not. Like, I don't want to sound stupid, like a stupid teenager or anything like that. But I mean, as far as like, get your license, you know, start looking for work or um, figure something out for your life. You know, like, what do you want to do? Like, I started having these talks when he started coming around. You know, that's why I still respect him to this day. You know, I still respect him to this day. I will never forget what he's done for me. You know, like he came into my life and he really showed me that that the ways of just like, you know, taking care of yourself get your license you know that meant so much to me in my life you know that it just like i felt like somebody i felt like somebody cared i feel like somebody looked out you know at that time and um i still owe it to him to this day you know i haven't seen him for a while especially throughout this pandemic but after this all is clearing down I'm definitely gonna go visit him but um back to the story like you know not having like not having the father figure there like they to show me the ropes in this way or even when I was ready to buy my my first car, you know, it, um, it was just like my own opinion. It, it was all it was just like all my own decision. I just did it on my own. I was super excited to show my mom, my girlfriend at the time. Um, you know, they were. I was super excited, and I showed. You know, man, I just thinking about it now. It was just some of the happiest times of my life when I first purchased my first car and rushing to show my mom in the driveway and I cried to my mom and say, mom, look, my first car, I bought my car on my own. Well, it wasn't my first car, it was my, my second car, but I bought it on my own after I got a job. And it was like the, my first loan that I got, you know, and it was with my girlfriend. 
my wife at now, my girlfriend at that time, she helped me throughout a lot too, you know? So she basically was there when I didn't have nobody there. Like I said, to this day, when I'm in my darkest times, she was there. And I talk about her on Facebook. I post about her on Facebook. She gets shy and stuff like that. She don't really like being in social media stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I respect her. And, and I'm going to mention her from time to time because, you know, she's been there for me, like, for real, for real. But, uh, yeah, you know, just getting in my own car, um, it was super exciting. And I, I just... At the end of the day, though, at the end of the day, all, all said and done, when the sun went down and I'm sleeping in my bed, thinking about it, excited and happy. But I didn't have a dad to share the excitement with, you know what I mean? My stepdad was there, but he kind of didn't mind, pay no mind to me. Like, he, it was just always like we were in the same house and that's that was about it, you know, as me growing up as a young adult. Like, again, like I said, no disrespect towards him. I'm just talking about my emotions and how I felt at that time growing up. When I was going to get married, it was probably one of the hardest times of, it was probably one of the hardest things I had accomplished on my own with the help of my girlfriend, you know, and she, my girlfriend helped me. We both, we helped each other do our wedding, but um, man, it was hard at the time because when I was going to get married, you know, of course, you know, young, twenty. I wasn't super young, but I was about 22, 23. I think when I started talking about uh, doing a wedding, I was about 22 years old. And um, I just remember when my brother got married, my 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 dad was all over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was all over. He was doing whatever he can to help him do his wedding. And then when it was my turn, it was just always excuses after excuses left and right. But then, you know, at that time, I didn't realize it, but... I realized it like a few months afterwards that that was the case, you know, and then, you know, I, I started accepting that, you know, it's, it was because we're not biological like that. We're not, you're not blood and one and one. So, you know, he wasn't going to put everything to the side and jump on it for me. And that's just something that I had to deal with and live with moving forward, you know, and it, and like I said, again, I don't hate, I do not hate him. I do not disrespect him. I, I still love him as my father. You know, he was there that he was the only father I had. So I loved him for that. But talking about like not having a true father figure, my biological dad around to help me when I needed it the most was the hardest shit ever, the hardest shit ever that I don't know, but I don't want to, I don't want to get too deep into this, but uh, anyways, man, I just, I'm going to try to end this video because it's been, a, it's been a good, good long run, but things get hard at times when you really need somebody there and you just don't have that person that you're looking for to, it, it, it fucking hurts, you know, it hurts. And, uh, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, um, so, you know, I started wanting to at least meet my dad, you know, at least meet my biological dad, see who, see how he was. You know, I've heard stories of him before. I heard stories about him and I wanted to just meet who he was. I, it's not like I was going to go and follow him or, um, go find him and try to go, go towards him. Right. I was about 29, 30 when I found out that my biological father was half Lao. So he, his dad was Lao, full blooded. And 
this one I when I when I found out, man, I had I had so many so much questions to ask my mom. I had so much questions to ask my mom. I just I was all over like mom. How come you never told me this? Like I was calling my cousins and them from Oregon. They all live in Oregon, you know, my mom's side. I'm always like, did you guys ever? Did you guys know this already? Did you guys know about this? It's like, yeah, we always knew. I thought we thought you knew. I was like, no, I didn't know. I never knew that my dad was half loud, you know. And he answered so many questions growing up. Like I hung out with so much uh, loud people. That's why I got so much love for the Lao community because I grew up with them throughout high school a lot. I knew a lot of them. It started making sense. It started answering so much questions about all these questions I had growing up. Like, why was I attracted to be around Lao people? Why was I attracted to eat certain things? Why was I attracted to, you know, this and that? Or why did I, why did people always think that I look Lao? And everything started connecting and then this is when I, this around this time, this is when I say, you know what? I need to meet my biological dad. I want to meet my biological dad. So I started, I, I told my mom, you know, I told my mom, like, I want to go meet, I want to meet him. I'm not going to go follow him and all that. Cause you know, monk tradition are, they'd be like, oh, you should, you're going to try to go follow him and it's not going to be good look and this and that. I said, I'm not even trying to, I said, I just want to meet who, I just want to see who he is. I just want to meet who he, see who he is just in case. One day he's going to be on his deathbed and I'm not going to make it, you know, and I will never have the conclusion that I've been looking for, the ending that I've been looking for. I decided to talk to my mom about meeting him and, you know, give me some information. How, where can I find him? Um, and I started researching a little bit. I started researching because I really wanted to go and meet my biological dad just for the first time, see who he was. And then word got to my uncles, you know, you know, my uncles, my mom's brothers, you know, no disrespect to them too much love to for to them as well. I love them just like I love my dad's my my veins side down here as well. You know, I love everybody the same. And um word got to my uncles and they came when they were down here and they wanted to talk to me, right? They wanted to talk to me. So I'm like, okay. They pulled up these chairs and we sat down and my uncle said, you know, we heard we heard that you're trying to go chase your dad follow your dad you know like what's the deal and then i was like no no it's not like that and i explained what i wanted to do i wanted i just said i just wanted to meet him because i just wanted to see who he is as a person um even though i know i understand the story of you know him leaving my mom once he found out that she was pregnant he left and everything and then them they them being her brothers they banned him from coming around this is a story of her though this is a story of her that's all i've heard and um you know they they told me they retold me that story and they said that not to go look for him and that he was a bad person and you know he did this he did that he hustled people here he hustled people there he robbed from his own people um you know and and all this you know they they were just basically didn't want to hear what I had to say. They, my uncles basically just wanted me to follow what they want, wanted me to follow and obey what they said. And that's basically it. That's basically how, it's, how I took it after our conversation. But, you know, I, I cried right there in the spot. You know, I was like, I was like, I'm not even trying to go chase them. I was like, I'm not even, I'm just looking for a little closure. And they just, my uncle just wasn't having it. And my uncle just like, no, you know, you can't do that. Then that kind of pushed me back a little bit because I didn't want, I felt like I didn't want to disrespect them. You know, I didn't, I felt like I didn't want to disrespect them and they were the elders and, and they spoke 
and they told me not to. But deep inside, I felt like whatever they felt about him during that time, it has nothing to do with me. You know, it has nothing to do with me. The reasons why I wanted to meet him has nothing to do with them. It's just for my own personal closure and, and something that I want to accomplish and have done before he passes away. You know, I don't know how old he is now. I, I, I've never met him before. You know, I just wanted to see who he was. And uh, that's how I felt the whole time. I felt like they were being selfish, like to be completely honest, they were being selfish. They were they took, you know, their emotions from the past and they laid it on top of me and forced it on me to not go meet him and now it's been five six years since then and um and um i think that uh i think it's time man i think it's time for me to do you know make my own decision because at the end of the day um i'm gonna be making my own bed at the end of the day i will be leaving on my own at the end of the day i've been living on my own with my me and my little family you know at the end of the day my parents, they moved up to Oregon, you know, at the end of the day, I'm always alone, you know, at the end of the day, I'm always alone. So I think going moving forward, I'm just going to do what I want to do and just keep it 100, 100, you know. So what do you guys think, man? What do you guys think? Should I pursue this? Should I um, find where he's at, my biological father? And if anybody out there listening to this story and know anything about you know who he is where he's from and um and no he's not that damn actor b monkey i know everybody says oh you're b monkey some blah blah i know i heard him my whole life it's nothing new to me <laughs> trust me i've heard him my whole life right so anybody thinking that whatever but he, he's not my father i wish he was then i wouldn't be searching so much right anybody knows who he is anybody has information about who he is i do want to go meet him and find closure for myself i'm tired of hearing stories from everybody else i wanted to hear from him i want to know what's going on myself because i'm a full grown man now and i have my own family to take care of now and and i've already forgiven him you know for what he's done what, what he's done anybody out there that you know is in a similar situation or you know you're young and you're going through it and you feel kind of lost i hope that you could kind of take away from this and um you know even though you feel alone, like don't feel alone. You know what I'm saying? You have your siblings, you have your moms, you have, or vice versa. You know, if you, if you don't know who your mom is or you don't, vice versa, you have your other parent, you know, cherish them. Um, like I said, my parents moved away to Oregon and I call her and I miss her. And I, you know, as an adult, I still cry to her on the phone, you know, like I miss you. It's been, it's, it's only been like two, three months, but it's different not having you around. My point is, even though, you may not know your mom or your dad, like whoever you do know, just cherish them to the maximum and cherish your siblings around you. Because at the end of the day, your friends, um, you know, everybody goes their own way. You know, you at the end of the day, you will fall back to your family. If not your family, you'll be alone. And that's why you have to learn how to accept everything around you. Figure it out yourself. Don't don't worry about what anybody got to say about you or what you do. And there are going to be times when people pity you. There are going to be times when people assume things, assume things about you. There will be times when people 
just look down on you, you know, just look down on you. But just know as a person, you have to continue to live to the best of your potential. You know, that's something I should have did, something I should have acknowledged and knew early on. But I didn't. I let it take a lot of my freedom. I let it take a lot of my life and my mind. You know, I let it control my mind growing up. So if you have any questions and you just want to talk to somebody, I'm always open. You know, my my social media is in the description. It's always going to be in the description. Yes, always hit me up. We guys want to chat um, about anything. But uh, yeah, man, I, I, I didn't want to get into super, super details. Uh, just wanted to put, put a little bit of my emotions on the table. Talk about, you know, how I felt throughout my years growing up. You guys, thanks for tapping in this long. Until next time, you guys, let's strive to be the best versions of ourselves together. DC Reacts fam, we out.